today, uh, we're going to be spending, I'll, I'll start off with some thoughts and then we're going to flow into uh, some scripture, thoughts, song, and prayer is going to be the flow of it today. And so I asked the men uh, who are to be ready to go. And if you know it's your turn, if you know your mic's uh, open, then and then go ahead and, and begin with your thoughts that we've asked you to share. On the if if you were able to open up the proclaimer or print it out, even uh, you'll see the outline on there, um, and we're just going to flow straight down with that. And the songs are listed there, even too. Uh, but it, you will need your perhaps have your have your Bible handy, and you'll want to follow along in your Scripture with uh, what the men uh, discussed today. The first point on the paper there is that. It says, let us not reject the Lord God as king over us, even during great tests of faith. Now, during the time that Samuel was judging Israel, and this is where the scripture comes from to set up the scripture, uh, the people were really unhappy with how things were going, and they decided they need a king. So their desire was to have a man fix their problems for them. Their, their desire was to turn to, to have somebody there at hand that we can turn to, and he's going to be the one who's the answer man. He's going to be the one who can fix things. And in so doing, they rejected God from being their king. So they, they were rejecting God from being the one that they could turn to. And so today we're going to be thinking about this because we don't we don't want to be like that during our time of test our time of difficulty the scripture is found in first samuel chapter 8 and verses 6 through 8 first samuel chapter 8 verses 6 through 8 in today's world uh excuse me the scripture is but the thing that displeased the lord was displeased in the sight of Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. The Lord said to Samuel, listen to the voice of the people in regard to all they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day I brought them up from Egypt, even to this day, and that they have forsaken me and served other gods so they are doing to you also, First Samuel 8, 6 through 8. Now, in our day and time, we might not like how things are going, but this passage teaches us that we need to turn to God first and not men. This worship service is planned to help us to, to readjust our minds and to think about turning to God and seeking his help and seeking his wisdom and speaking with him and petitioning him so that we uh, can be helped by him and that we can act in a way that pleases him during this pandemic. Uh, so different people are going to be sharing different verses and how it applies to us today. And we'll also have a relevant song uh, relating to that topic. And then we'll be praying about that topic. Uh, and so the first, the first thought I'd like to convey is that we need to turn to God. We need to trust him. We need to be prayerful to him. And then we can have our minds adjusted and set right. And then we can pray to God in regards to the other people who affect us in regards to this. We can pray for our leaders. We can pray for scientists. 
to, to find answers and cures. We can pray for our leaders to be godly and, and to, to come up with the right answers and lead us in a godly way in regard to this. But our primary response should not be to turn to, to government or turn to scientists and think they're the ones who are going to be able to save us. God might be able to use them, but it's only if that's God's desire and if that's God's will. We turn to God first. And we, we, we know that anything and any man that's able to do something in regards to this pandemic, um, if they're able to do anything, it's going to be the, by the grace and mercy of God. So we'll turn to him first and we'll not reject him. We'll turn to him. The other thing in regards to the scripture is that we're reminded that, that when it comes to having a king, and this is, the, this is the one place in this worship service I feel like is a little bit forced, but we want to remember giving. And one thing, when you have a king and you turn to a king, you're, a king would always collect his tax. A king is always going to, uh, if you have a king, you're going to honor him. And you're going to do so with your life, but also with your money. And so today we want to give thanks to God as we turn to him. Uh, we, we give thanks to God that we have money that we can contribute to him, to his cause. So the kingdom of God requires financial help to further its mission. And may we all be giving, either online or setting aside money each and every every week as we're able to give a generous portion of, of what God has blessed us with. Uh, and we're going to be able to thank God that we have that opportunity to do so. Uh, let us also continue to give him our all of our resources and help other other. Uh, ministries and services and other ways too but we do so to show our devotion uh, to our great king and so let us never turn from him let us cling to him even in difficult times for we need him so and we need him now so we are going to sing number 32 uh, the song is be with me lord and we'll then have a prayer in regards to our giving thanking him for the opportunity to give and also asking him to be in our thoughts and minds that we might turn to him always. Let us pray. Our Lord and our God in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity that, that you have given to us to be gathered together, um, some visually, some just auditorily, and we pray, God, that we'll uh, be united in love for one another, uh, just as we have a love for you. We pray, Lord God, that we'd lift you up as our king, that we would honor you always as our king. We consider it a great joy uh, to be able to give to you as we are blessed. And we pray that we'll give joyfully uh, to you. And I pray, Lord God, that, that people continue to remember you in our giving. One of the greatest ways that we can honor you and serve you is to, to show that 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 we're able to uh, to give of the money that we think is so often the thing that that helps us in all of our great needs of life is to have money to be able to buy the things we need. Yet, Father, we're reminded as we give to you that you're really the one that all all things come from. You are the one who provides our needs, and so we can give just like that widow who gave her last uh, bit to live on. She proved that she trusted you and that she loved you. So, Father, help us in our giving to be able to trust you, uh, just like that widow did. We pray, uh, Lord God, that as we trust you, that we turn to you 
uh, at this time during this pandemic and, and so many people have uh, different distresses and different problems from the physical things that are going on and so many other people have have physical ailments that are even greater than than the threats from the the virus that some are affected so greatly by the virus we just pray that that all of us would turn to you even if even if we seem to be uh, unaffected or have a hedge of protection around us that you've given to us we know that others are affected and so we pray to you dear god we pray that you'd guide us through it we pray that you'd give us patience and strength and endurance and that you'd give us wisdom we pray, Lord God, that you'd heal our land. We pray that you'd heal the world. We pray that you'd remove this plague from us so that we can return to our place of worship and be together again. Lord God, we do pray for uh, the scientists. We pray, we pray that you would bless them uh, with, a, with the ability to come up with a vaccine soon. We pray, Lord God, that you'd be with those who are, are trying to figure out ways to treat this, uh, the doctors and the researchers who are studying this, we pray that you'd bless them with, with answers and help and um, be able to treat them well. Just, just as we hear even today of, of people who are being hospitalized and people who are having uh, kind of a secondary, uh, secondary problems and issues after the, the virus is gone. Um, we pray, Lord God, that you would bless people with the ability to help them. But we turn to you. And we ask you to be the one to, to help. Lord God, we, we pray that you would allow us to be able to return to work so that we can provide for our families. Um, we pray, Lord God, for our leaders, that they would have wisdom and that they'd have, they would have love. We pray, Lord God, that you'd help us to obey the authorities as they lead us wisely. And Father, as we, we turn to them and look to them for, for wisdom and guidance, we pray. Again, though, Father, that we would look to you for all the answers that we need and that we would never uh, put our trust in somebody else other than you. Lord God, may this virus, may this pandemic teach us to, and discipline us so that we might learn to trust in you completely. May you uh, look upon us and be gracious to us and and may we reflect the light of your love and of your glory. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Our, as we continue, our topic is Don't Be Anxious, Pray. We'll read from Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your, your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. As we consider this scripture, we can know that we have a loving and caring Father in heaven who does not want us to worry about anything. If we have any problem or need, he wants us to come to him and ask for help. He does not want us to suffer. Even if we have great difficulties, we can praise God and thank him for what he does and will do for us. 
we can pray for a vaccine and medications to help with the virus. We can pray for help with every trouble that we are experiencing right now. But ultimately, even if God allows this trouble to persist, we can thank God for his peace, which transcends all understanding, which will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We will now sing number 280, It Is Well With My Soul. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for prayers that have been answered. We put in your hands our fears and anxieties. We thank you for every day of good health that we have been blessed with. We pray for treatments that will bring an end to this pandemic. We ask that you would bless and strengthen all of the medical community and everyone at home that's caring for the sick. We pray for everyone whose job contributes to our necessities for daily living. Father, we thank you for your peace and ask that you continue to strengthen and bless us. In Jesus' name do we pray. Amen. Okay, um, I will be reading Romans 12, 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. The previous verse commanded us to pray instead of being anxious. Now this verse reminds us to weep with those who weep. The recent months have brought much sickness and loss of life across the globe. Let us pray for all those who have been affected. So we pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, we're thankful that we have this opportunity to sing songs of praises to you and to, to take this time to be reminded of all those that are working hard to help us to get through this uh, pandemic. God, we want to especially help or pray for uh, the spiritual and the mental help health of those that are in our church. We want to pray for all the nations of the world and be with the president and all the governors and all those that are making the decisions to try to help us to do the things that we need to do to stay safe and uh, to hopefully be able to get back to normal soon, if that's your will. Just help them, God, to be making the right decisions because it does affect our lives. So we just hope and pray that they are doing what they can to uh, to do this in a safe way. And God, we want to we want to pray for the mercy upon the souls that have died, and comfort those who have mourned the losses. We want to pray for all those that are sick and that are maybe alone maybe separated from those that they love right now because of the social distancing and, uh, you know, people are trying to not spread this disease. So can I maybe 
visit people the way that we normally do or be with our family like we normally would. And uh, we can't uh, just go out and maybe even just enjoy going out to eat together or anything like that because right now we're trying to stay safe. So those right now there are alone and maybe don't have anybody to with them at the time, but hope them to be able to stay in contact with their family or whatever the case may be. And uh, we want to pray for those students throughout the world, those that are that have had missed their uh, their uh, maybe high school graduations or college graduations. There, uh, I know a lot of the seniors and stuff like that had uh, sporting events. I mean, I know that you know. A lot of them won't get to play like their senior year of of their sports that they enjoy to do. Uh, just the kids being able to get their education that they need, and the teachers, the teachers that uh, are unable. I mean, I know right now they're probably doing stuff online and uh, staying in contact with the students and trying to do the lessons online. But uh, it's helping them to be able to get the education that they need at this time so that when they do go back to school, they won't be behind and it won't be hard for them to get caught up and uh, help the teachers do the best that they can to help the students to to get back on track with the education that they need. And uh, Guy, we want to especially uh, pray for all those that are on the the uh, prayer list at our church and all those that we might not know about that are sick and throughout the world that need our help and uh, help those God that uh, have been mentioned today um, that we learned about that those that are suffered from the virus and that are going through the things that they're going through, help them to get better soon. And uh, so those that are in the nursing homes and the hospitals, just the residents and the staff and all those that are trying to help the, the residents the best that they can so they can be safe and this won't spread throughout the the nursing homes and the hospitals. So just God help us to do the things we know is right. Be with us and protect us. We have this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us uh, give thanks for uh, this opportunity to partake of the uh, Remembrance of Christ and the sacrifice that he made for us. We'll read from John 16:33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus reminds us that this world will bring trouble. This has been true since Adam and Eve sinned and were removed from the perfect garden. But we can take heart for Jesus has overcome the world. 
And as we come to the time of communion with God, with one another, let us remember how Jesus overcame the world. We should always uh, realize that Jesus had a choice. He told Peter, if I but pray to my Father, I could have more than 12 legions of uh, angels to uh, save me. But if I did that, how could the uh, prophecies be fulfilled? So we should always be thankful that he made the choice to save us. Looks like we have song number 123. Let us give thanks for the unleavened bread. Our Father who art in heaven, most holy and blessed is your all-powerful name. We humbly come before you thanking you for this opportunity to gather in thoughts and prayers here together that we may give thanks for the great gift of your blessed Son. Help us to always be thankful and mindful of the great gift that he made for us, that we might have the ability to have forgiveness of sins, that he was willing to sacrifice his body for us. Let us take this, the unleavened loaf, which is to us Christ's body, which is his body, and help us to take of it in a manner that is pleasing unto you. And we pray these things in the name of your blessed Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you, God, that you brought us together here. We thank you, God, for everything that you do for us. But most of all, we thank you for shedding your blood for, for us, Lord. For we know we're only sinners saved by grace. We thank you every single day. And let us just keep our eyes on the cross. No matter what's going on, keep our eyes on the cross and realize that it was your blood. And as we take this, this cup, we just realize that the blood that was shed for us. In Jesus' name we pray. May this distress humble us and draw us close to God. Reading from James chapter 4, verses 7 through 11 through 10. Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will free, flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. The only way to come into the presence of God is with humility. Therefore, we must humble ourselves. When we fail to do so, God sometimes forces humility upon us. COVID-19 has certainly humbled the world. As we are humbled, may we submit to God and resist the devil. May we all cleanse our hands and purify our hearts. And may the Lord lift us up. If anyone in the church needs to humbly repent and draw near to God, we encourage you to do so, and the church will pray with you. And if anyone has never been baptized into Christ, if you have been humbled and wish to draw near to God, then today you can draw near to God. Submit, therefore, to God. Give your life to Jesus Christ. Be baptized into Christ and live for him forever. If you need to respond, this song is an encouragement to you. Contact Eric 
or anyone else in the church right now or after this service. Let us all sing 92 closer to you. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for being forbearing with us, for being there for us during this time. We realize that many of us have been and become so far from you, Father, as the low side of you, to not have you in our lives at all, and we confess this. We confess that we have been so engaged in things that are of this world, the seeking of riches, the seeking of praise, the seeking of position, that we've forgotten you in many times. We pray that you would accept our humility at this time and our thankfulness for those things which you have given to us and those blessings which you have showered upon us. We pray that you might be with us and continue to be with us through this time as we draw nearer to you. We thank you for this opportunity and this privilege to gather one with another. We also thank you that you have caused a pause in our lives so that we might be able to truly understand what this life is about and not to worry about the things which we set so high above you, wishing it to be our king rather than you. We ask for forgiveness of these actions and strength to pick ourselves up and to draw nigh to you. For this is our perfect Christ's name. Amen. Another point that we learn is that distress gives believers an opportunity to display the life of Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul discusses the wonderful treasure of the gospel, which is like light shining in the darkness. Then in verses 7 through 10, he tells us how the terrible trials he faced in life gave him the opportunity to share Jesus with others. So let's read uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. When we face troubles, including this current virus, let us not be crushed or destroyed, but let us let the life of Jesus be made known in our lives. And may we tell the lost of the salvation that has been brought down from above. Let's sing verse, or song 456, Salvation Has Been Brought Down, verses 1, 2, and 3. Let us pray. <clears throat> Dear God, as we hear daily the struggles that people are facing in this world, whether with health, stress, financial problems, or whatever else this current situation has brought on people. We thank you for the comfort of knowing that this is all temporary and that a better life is promised to us with you. As we have interactions with people, even in this situation, we ask that you help us to be the light for you in this world that you have called us to be. While we cannot necessarily bring physical healing to the world, we can bring spiritual healing through sharing the good news of salvation through Jesus' sacrifice. 
Oftentimes, though, it can be very difficult for us to live out the mission you've given us. It can be hard to be bold at times. It can be hard to stand up for your truths when we know it will cause conflict. Help us to always be bold for you. We know that Jesus suffered greatly and his apostles suffered greatly for their boldness. Help us to be willing to do the same as you have called us to do. Strengthen us and lead us to opportunities to serve you and help us to have the right words at the right time so that we can lead lost souls to you and fulfill the mission you've given us in this world. It's in Jesus' name that we pray these things. Amen. The next thing we'll talk about is talking about the trials that we have to face each and every day. This virus has came up and threw a lot of trials at us and we think about the food we might need or the, the medicine, uh, not being able to get out. There's so many different trials that we're facing at this time, but there have been, these trials has been faced before and we've faced a lot of them. You know, when we go to face these trials, they have a tendency to say, well, what am I gonna do about this? And what am I gonna do about that? What we got to do is have the faith in Jesus Christ, faith in God, that these things can be taken care of. We need to go to God when we have these trials and face them. Instead of, what am I going to do? Because I can't do nothing. Without Jesus Christ in this way, that we're truly nothing. We can't get nothing done. But if when we can go to Christ and let him know that, we need him and we understand and, and we need the wisdom that we uh, need to be able to overcome this. We get this through faith in Jesus Christ and we know that he will take care of us. He has told us this many, many times before as we read the word. So we need to keep the faith in Christ. Quit depending on ourselves and depending on him. Go to him with these problems. We're going to read 1 Peter 1, verses 6 and 7. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genu genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and, gl and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's one place it mentions in when we're going to face these trials. And also, I enjoy the strength that I get is, is also from James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and lets steadfastness fastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing god has told us through his word what we need to do and what will happen we have to stand fast in these problems and have faith that we need in god that everything will be all right as we sing chapter uh, song 239 let us remember these things 
Yes, I wanted to add one last thing to what we was talking about before we pray. A lot of people get temptations and trials mixed up. They don't realize the difference sometimes and don't think about it. We're going to read scripture about trials and then we'll have a prayer. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be, tempt cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you this day, dear Lord, depending on you, dear Lord, we have the faith that that you've asked us. Dear Lord, let us always remember the things which you've taught us through your word. Dear Lord, let us always have the faith that we need to overcome these trials and, and temptations. Dear Lord, if for some reason that we miss someone in, in, in our congregation or friends and family that passes away, dear Lord, let us always remember that we have faith that he'll can be there and will be strong and, and be able to go through this. Dear Lord, we love each and everything you do for us every day. And dear Lord, you with us, guide us and protect us. Dear Lord, we ask you to be with us at this time to help us overcome each and every trial that is put in front of us. Dear Lord, we love you and we thank you. These things we ask in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.